podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout as we look ahead to game week 24. My name is Joe and today we'll have a look to see who is due a goal or an assist according to Fancy Football Scout's goals and assists imminence tables. As usual, I'm joined by Fancy Football Scout's deputy editor Tom Freeman. Welcome Tom, how are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Thanks, Joe. Um, bad game week. Um, no Foden, no Richarlison. No. Solanke captain, but um, lots of points to be had, I think, in the next yeah. kind of two or three game weeks with um, with doubles and yeah. blanks. So uh, trying to remain positive and stay positive, but we'll see. No. Definitely, definitely. Um, some people in the live chat have joined us already. Can you just let us know you can see and hear us? As usual, I can't have any playback uh, function here um, already. Um, Reedy is pessimistic about what time the stream starts. He's guessing 13.06. Ha 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 It was in fact dead on 1300, maybe 1301, depending if your watch is fast or slow. But um, we're usually on time. I think that's probably other more tardy um, podcasts. <laughs> Uh, but we're, we're, we're all fine. Um, uh, Kai, Kaya in the live chat says, we do see and hear. Um, and uh, yeah, all good, says Jason. Um, Abd has joined us as well, as well as Lee, um, Attaboy, Tony B, uh, and many more. Thanks so much for um, uh, joining us. Uh, do uh, remember that we have a live Q&A at the end as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a look and see how we got on on previous tables. And we'll also have a look at the important bit, who is due a goal or an assist this time around. Then what we'll do is uh, we'll, we'll take some questions. So have a think about them towards the end. I'll, I'll sort of do a prompt a bit a bit, uh, a bit later as well. But So don't put any questions in now because I'll never find them <laughs> in the live Q&A. Um, just before we go on, just remember, do press that like button and do remember to subscribe as well. So you can keep up to date with all our latest videos and podcasts. Have a look at fantasyfootballscout.co.uk for latest members offers as well. I've got another plug as well. Hang on a sec. Uh, this mm. is a new in. Uh, right. There's the FPL meets uh, uh, go on around the country, around the world indeed, um, where people get to meet in real life um, who are interested in uh, fantasy uh, football. Often these involve going down a pub and watching the games. But the one in the southwest is a little different this time. And this could be the first one where we are meeting up in Yeovil, which is a first. Um, so we try and go to different places in the southwest. Yeovil is next up. That's home from and of Andy in Scoutcast. Um, but also, as well as going down the pub to watch the games, uh, United versus Everton, we're then going to go and see some real life football. The mighty Yeovil flying high in National League South uh, against Welling. That's right. Um, the local team of Roger Moore, Kate Bush and many others. Um, so we're actually going to go and see the game and then we're back to the pub for some more uh, football televised. So um, that takes place on the 9th of March. Um, there's a slight caveat in that Yeovil game might be cancelled, um, but we hope it's not. And that's because Welling are still in the FA Trophy and they take on the mighty Barnet who are flying high in the National League. Um, but so if they can manage to beat Barnet, which is probably unlikely considering the, the difference between them, Welling are quite low down in National League South, um, then uh, that game will be cancelled because there'll be an FA Trophy match that day. So unfortunately, that'll be postponed. So fingers crossed, we're all Barnet fans at the moment. But even if we can't go to see the mighty Yeovil, the Glovers in action, pleat with Frank Newble, a former West Ham player, 
up front. Um, if we can't get to that, then we'll just stay in the pub and watch those of uh, football. <laughs> okay. Um, sounds, sounds good to me. Yeah. It sounds good. It's, it's, it's a good one. And it's very exciting that we're going, going to Yeovil um, to to uh, have a look at the uh, the array of wonderful places in the southwest where there's lots of fancy football fans. Um, okay, um, let's move on. See how we got on last time out. Okay, a goal's imminent. So, whoa, I mean... It's the story of the week, really. <laughs> it's just mega returns for players. And a lot of those players were benched because a lot of them were unexpected returns. And also, as we're coming up to the blank game week in 26, the doubles in 25, we're starting to sort of get rid of those bench players, aren't we? And we, we, we're, getting, we're getting other players in that, unfortunately, we're going to have to bench. Amazingly, lots of people benched Foden last night. Yeah. Uh, and I personally benched Garnacho 16 points. Others, I've seen Kuna on benches as well. Pascal Gross has been on some benches. It's almost like you can't, well, you can win in the game week, but your bench, you, I, I mean, there must have been bench points on pretty much most people's bench there. So, I mean, have you, have you known a game week like this where so many hat tricks, so many mega hauls from unexpected places? Yeah, well, I think that the the, the strength of our squads is probably increased because of Haaland being out for a while and Salah as well mm. and Son. So we've had this influx of money, haven't we? So everybody's yeah. squads have been strengthened. I mean, Bar Garnacho, who's what, 4.8 million still? Well, some of those players who are being benched between six and a half to eight million, something like that. So uh, um, it's hurt me previously. I think a few weeks back, I, kept, um, I benched Palmer mm. for his uh, haul at Luton. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, I can see why some people... It's easy to look back on it now and say, why would you ever bench Foden mm. at Brentford? But people have got very strong squads and there's big decisions to be yeah. made each week. And um, I just think, you know, it's, it's frustrating. Um, but you've just got to kind of think, well, at least they're already in my squad, these players, yeah. and they can come in next week and hopefully um, hopefully get some more points. Yeah, I mean, that's the way I look. I mean, I, I did a, uh, a tweet joking that I was... Uh, because I had Foden in my squad, so I'm happy with that at the moment. But at the time, I wasn't because I had Garnacho's 16 points. So I was thinking, Foden's ah, never going to get near that. So no. I was joking that I was going to travel all the way from Somerset and try and uh, cause some kind yeah. of minor injury on Phil Foden. And uh, ended up being like one of the, my most sort of liked posts for a while, I get, which probably highlights why so many people have uh, bench points and they were hoping, yeah. hoping injury to Phil Foden. Not serious though, but just little. Um, but in the in the end, he 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 beat he beat that, which is the story. Of, yeah, story yeah. of the game week really. Um, you know, if it wasn't him, it was someone else. Um, but yeah, points all round. But yeah, back to the table. Harland back in action, and he got an assist. Um, I think there were twelve saves that Flecken made, which is yeah. the second highest I know of. I think there was a fourteen saver from a goalkeeper mm -hmm. one time, but um, yeah. that's, that's absolutely huge. Haaland was responsible for some of that. <laughs> um, Alvarez, I think, had four after about half an hour. Um, yeah, he did. Um, so, um, yeah, I think non Haaland, you don't own Haaland, do you? Um, so you Not yet. You, no. you, you were, you must, yeah, that must have been quite scary, <laughs> that game. Well, not owning Foden either, yeah. I mean, I went into that one with De Bruyne and Foden. Uh, sorry, De Bruyne and Alvarez. So you mentioned it then. To begin with, Alvarez was actually getting some quite good mm. shots from just outside the box. And I thought that was where the space was last night. 
more so, you know, Haaland was up against three centre-backs and um, he played more minutes than I thought he would. He played, what, 86 minutes, I think. And he had that big chance in the first half, didn't he? Which Flecken, of course, saved it. Um, He wasn't that involved, Haaland, I don't think. But that is, Haaland is often like that, even Mm. when when he's at his very, very best. It's not unusual for him not to not be involved and then pop up with a goal. And Mm. he, he didn't get that goal last night, but he got the assist. Captaincy is probably taken care of now for the next couple of weeks, isn't it? I would have thought. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'll certainly be getting him in if uh, if we hear he's starting, which I'm sure he will do at Everton at the weekend. Um, I'm just going to the point about bench bench points. Um, quite a few people in the live chat are already sort of sharing their tales of mm-hmm. woe and joy there. Um, so Field FPL, he benched Gross. Um, yeah. Uh, Attaboy benched Odegaard, so he's a bit happier. Lennox, this is mm. a good one. Lennox says he hit the, he was so nervous about benching his players. He hit the bench boost, which in a single game week takes some doing. Um, so he did that. He bent amongst others on his bench was Foden and Moreno. So he got in oh, total wow. 46 points. So especially if, if, if that was Flecken as well was included. Absolutely huge. Um, unfortunately, Michael has said he sold Gross and Kuna and benched Garnacho. I mean, that's bad luck in threes there. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so it, it, interesting to see what happened. There's a hell of a lot of points transferred out, a hell of a lot of points transferred yeah. in, a hell of a lot of points on the bench. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't one of those weeks where there was lots of rotation, which I think we could have all have done with <laughs> getting us. Yeah, I mean, I saw some absolutely huge scores when kind of going through uh, X last night. And um, I saw, you know, 100 and I think I saw one of 120 something yeah. points, yeah. which is 70 something more points mm. than what I, I had a really bad week. I think I got 50. Mm. So you just and which at the time you're kind of really down about. But if you've fallen that far within one week, you can get back up that yeah. quickly in one week, especially with all the doubles yeah. coming. So, yeah, disappointed. But I think you can, looking at the fixtures, you can probably make 30 or 40 points yeah. back if, if everything falls for you in one game yeah, week. Definitely. So it's lots to play for still. Yeah, I mean, I got uh, 74, I think it was. So I got yeah. a, a almost a grey arrow uh, for a small red of okay. 400 or so places but but that shows that i'm fairly typical in that i did hit some halls foden and watkins yeah um but obviously missed out on garnacho and i didn't have richarlison so if if you could have four of those for example or if you had kuna as well yeah you're looking at yeah well over 100 points during the week yeah and the captaincy was quite split again this week wasn't it and for those who went with watkins at sheffield united you obviously got that mega haul and um but yeah, there's plenty of time left to, to, to yeah. kind of catch up, I think. Yeah, and with with Haaland as well, what was interesting that Haaland, he was 100% effect, effective ownership, which meant for the, this is a rare time when his effective ownership isn't like getting on for nearly 200%. So, yeah. you, I, you know, you could actually get some rank gain from him. Unfortunately, it was just an assist. Um, I suspect his ownership's going to be a bit higher um, at home yes. to Everton next week. Makes so. there. Um mm. Myself and Tom will discuss our teams in a bit more detail in a, in a separate video, and that should be going out on um, Wednesday uh, morning. I was going to do it, uh, or Wednesday evening, at some point on Wednesday, <laughs> probably be Wednesday morning. Wednesday. Uh, no, we Wednesday morning, definitely. <laughs> Just realised, uh, because the Scoutcast is tonight. It was meant to be last night, but uh, all way too lazy. Uh, so they're all going to be doing it Tuesday tonight instead. Um, okay, Wilson's next, Newcastle. Um, he's sort of back in the frame now gordon could be injured isaac yeah. could be injured wilson's back um 
And we know we know from these tables, I mean, the fact that he was on the goals imminent table, last six matches he played. Um, everyone's going to be thinking about double game week players, but they're going to be ignoring the likes of Trippier and Wilson. Wilson's got Nottingham Forest, then Bournemouth, then Arsenal, Wolves, Chelsea, Crystal Palace and West Ham, right up to game week 30. It's actually quite a nice run. Um, but immediately, Nottingham Forest. I mean, Wilson could end up with a hat-trick this week, couldn't he? Yeah, I mean, he played 45 at the weekend. He came on for Gordon, didn't he? He yeah. twisted his ankle. Um, after the match, Howe spoke about um, Gordon, and then he also said that Isak, he thought he was going to be back soon. Okay. So that's just something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. But we know, like you said, Dan, we know what Wilson can do if mm. he's handed minutes. He tends to, tends to return. And I think that Forest match is really good for Newcastle, yeah. um, especially for Trippier, you mentioned yeah. them, because... Uh, Forrest conceded a lot of goals from set pieces, but but Wilson wouldn't surprise me if he becomes a factor at some stage um, between now and May. Yeah. Um, next up is is our flurry of goals. So we got Trossard with Arsenal uh, got a goal, and we I mean we he, he's often on this table because yeah he takes he's really good in the limited minutes he gets, um, so he usually does score and he usually hops off the table in a good way because he perhaps score a couple of goals from a couple of sub appearances. But once again, people aren't going to go there, are they? Um, because Arsenal don't double. Um, but yeah, um, and Trossard's not nailed on. But if you're if you're risking, if you if you like a risk, um, and you think Trossard's going to get significant minutes, chances are he's going to get you a return. Um, but um, next name is interesting. Kuna, yeah. um, who some people might go for, um, not necessarily this week, but but soon within the next few weeks. Um, I mean, he obviously scored a hat trick. Um, Neto and Huang was the sort of the sort of uh, the uh, FPL couples um, uh, of the of the season so far. Then Huang's uh, absent uh, with the uh, Asia Cup duties, and then Kuna has sort of taken that mantle really. But Kuna's been chipping away with points anyway. But yeah, he's really been going. I mean, he's been in my Sky team for a while. Um, I, you know, still there. No, yeah, he's still there. <laughs> I still haven't got rid of him um, <laughs> just because other moves happen. But every week he keeps scoring. So perhaps, perhaps I just got, yeah. I, I need to think not to remove him. But anyway, Wolves, they've got Brentford up next at home. Good fixture. Tottenham away. Tottenham concede frequently. Um, then he mm. does play crucially in 26. And, it's a, and it's, a, it's a beauty. Sheffield United at home. That's captain territory, I would say, with Neto and Kuna. Uh, then you've got Newcastle away, then Fulham and Bournemouth at home. Um, it's a really good one. I mean, I'm I'm quite tempted. I think I, I might, I can see myself with one of Kuna or Neto in my team, um, just because there's yeah. such good value as well. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a few options because Huang will be back by that time as well. And we know what he can do earlier mm-hmm. in the season. So they, they're all going to be putting their hands up really mm. but Cunha has been doing it for a while now he's got he's got seven goals and five assists in his last 12 matches um in that time no forward has outscored him um, yeah. in the game no, yeah. nobody at all wow. so he's been doing it for a while he's been consistent he's playing off the left a little bit mm. now but it isn't affecting him he's getting into the right positions yeah. which O'Neill spoke about after the match so yeah I mean I've been looking at Wolves and considering Ait Nore as well who's mm-hmm. been doing well as a wing back or did well at Stamford Bridge anyway popping up in some great positions. So yeah Wolves not for me right now I'm focusing on the mm-hmm. double at the moment but after that blank game week 26 they might start yeah. to see a few transfers in then. 
Yeah, I mean, if you look at, say, I mean, and, and now we, we have to consider things like the captaincy as well. So, I mean, Haaland's away to Bournemouth, you would think, would be the, the sort of favoured captain. But there's definitely gains to be made. Watkins at home to Nottingham yeah. Forest. Um, uh, what, um, if, Eze, if Eze is fit for Crystal Palace at home to Burnley. And, of course, Neto or uh, Kuna or Huang, if he's back. Um, at home to Sheffield United for Wolves, 26. So there's, yeah. I mean, the, the sorts of variants we've seen this week could could happen again in 26. Um, but yeah, yeah, Kuna, definitely, I'm definitely keen. Um, Asula mm. um, for Sheffield United. Uh, I don't think many people go there, so we'll sort of skip over him. Uh, Odegaard at Arsenal. I'll, I'll just dwell on him because he's still in your side. Um, what, what's mm. the plan with Odegaard then? Well, I benched him. At the weekend, it was mm. quite a close decision between him and Jota. It didn't make any difference at the end, but I did bench him. I think I, I don't mind holding Odegaard now, okay. depending on what depending on what happens with um, Chelsea and Villa tomorrow night in the FA Cup, because Arsenal could play in 29 against Chelsea. So if they do, that's another reason to keep hold of your Arsenal assets. The only problem for me is I need to... When I do the team reveal video, I'll talk it through, but I need to make some money to mm. get um, either Solanke or one of my other forwards up to Haaland. Yeah. And Odegaard may end up having to okay. be sold, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't mind keeping him. I think he's been really unlucky recently. Yeah. I thought he looked really good against Liverpool. Yeah. He was It was his pass to, that Havertz missed and then Saka scored the rebound. Yeah. And it feels like he's been doing a good bit of points dodging, but yeah, I think that, he's, that a good, should, I think he's a good hold. Could have been an assist easily. Yeah, um, and then yeah. he normally gets bonus in the way that playmakers yeah. do because he created a couple of big chances, I think, in yeah. that one. So decent option, would be happy to hold, although I might have to sell this week. Um, um, Tavernier Bournemouth is next. Um, Bournemouth are quite a tricky one. Um, mm. So, um, yeah, they do have um, Fulham up next, but then they've got Newcastle in 25, whilst there's double game week players to be had. And then 26, when you need them, they've got the worst fixture, um, Manchester City. So, I mean, I, I look at that and I think, well, if Solanke might, is going to have to make way, I think, but I will want him back. His next, his, yeah. his next set of fixtures from 27, he's got Burnley, Sheffield United. I mean, two promoted sides back to back. That's great yeah, stuff. And, and that could be the double there in 28, yeah. which has been talked about. So yeah. if they if they come out of that City game and they've got Burnley away and then a double game week with Sheffield United and Luton at home, yeah. you take all three promoted sides in a row. Yeah. Um, and so everybody's going to want him back. Everybody, yeah. I think, will probably captain him that week. Yeah. And so it is, a, I, I'm faced with that decision. You, you, it sounds to me like you're considering selling Joe, are you? And then mm. getting him back, potentially, yeah, I, I'm probably going to do the same. I mean, we'll, but... I'll talk more about the team reveal, but I mean, there's mm. obviously a lot of, players I, I mean I'm in a lucky position I've got KDB Foden and Haaland so City yeah. I don't have to make money for I don't have to worry about they're just there um, but I don't have any Liverpool so I want to get some Liverpool players um, and I think Solanke will go either for Darwin or probably he'd go to in, all, in order to sort of downgrade a little bit free up a tiny yeah. bit more money and then what I can do is then turn him into something like Kuna um, and what I, I mean, what ideally what I'd like to do is get Kuna in as a sort of a make weight um, for a couple of games and then back to Solanke again, because Kuna, I yeah. think, 
is is better than Solanke over 25 and 26 because he plays yeah. Tottenham who were very leaky defensively and then Sheffield United which is one of the best fixtures in 26 from a limited mm. schedule so I really like that and then switching back to Solanke um so I'll, I'll see if that makes sense but that's something to consider um there but um yeah um so Tavernier's next Bournemouth general but he seems to have lost his place is that right yeah, he was a he was a sub and he came on for Semenyo's back from Afcon now right. and he played at the weekend. There is a lot of rotation in those wide spots at Bournemouth. Okay. has got options. He's got Sinistera. He's got Clivert. Okay. He's got Tavernier. There's lots of options. So I think it it's Solanke from that Bournemouth attack that you okay. want to plug yeah, into. Yeah. Yeah. Albeit after a poor display at the weekend, I don't think he had a shot. But yeah. generally, he's going to be fine. Right, yo. Um, Alanga's next for Nottingham Forest. Once again, people aren't going to go there. But Nottingham Forest fixtures. Right. Uh, you know, pretty poor at the moment. They got Newcastle, then West Ham in 25. It's okay, but then they got Villa 26, Liverpool 27, then Brighton, um, Luton away 29, and Crystal Palace. So a bit mixed, really. Um, Alanga's still good, I think, um, but enabler, really. Um, so I don't think yeah. people go there. Um, no, uh, they've got Awanihi back now, which helps. Yeah. They've got Awanihi back now, which helps him for his assist potential. But like you say, fixtures yeah. aren't there. No, and Pereira as well with Fulham. A lot of people won't go for Fulham. But the fixtures are good, though. I mean, Bournemouth at home next. Um, then Aston Villa, Manchester United. But then they've got Brighton, Wolves, Tottenham, Sheffield United. So they've got, you know, some weak defences there, of which Brighton and Tottenham and Sheffield United are amongst them. Um, so Pereira, yeah, he's chipping, he's chipping along nicely. He features a lot on these tables and then drops off, but in a good way. He often, he's often involved. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like we were interested in him last season because he was 4.5 yeah. and we're not interested in this season because he's 5.5, but he's still good. <laughs> he's still a good player. Yeah. I mean, it, Fulham are interesting now because Jimenez is out and they bought him Broher, didn't they, on yeah. their transfer deadline yeah. day. So once they can integrate him and he's fit and he can get in the team, that might help players like Pereira, who takes a lot of set pieces. I like Villian too, um, yeah. as penalties. Yes. So there is options. It's just when, you're, when you've got these blanks and these doubles, you tend to be focused on those teams who are going to yeah. play additional games who aren't going to play. Yeah, yeah. So going for somebody from Fulham now probably isn't on people's... No. Um, things to do list but that doesn't mean to say that they can't some of these players can't get points no. indeed um Odegaard uh is top of the assist imminent table it didn't deliver next up though is Pascal Gross um yeah. he uh benefited from Pedro um not starting which meant the Gross uh, I don't think Pedro started at that game I can't remember well, I th- he came on I thought he did he was towards... oh, I thought he did but I could be wrong yeah um, I, I could be wrong as well because whenever I see him towards the end of a match <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah, like um, come on. It, I'll have a look. It's four. It was Palace, wasn't it? At the weekend. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah double. But yeah, that. he got the two assists anyway, didn't yeah, he? He got two um, assists. So he got two assists. So Pascal Gross had, but uh, he he basically had a more of an attacking role. Yeah. Um, and when he does, uh, he he he's such a master of the assists. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm not going to do that every week. So that's why he was benched, and that's why. Um, you're going to miss out on those halls. And that's why he's quite a tricky player to own, but he's also a great player to own. So he's away at Tottenham next, could easily get a couple more assists or a goal. In yeah, and and Tottenham defending set plays at the weekend yeah. against Everton. They were undone by it a couple of times, yeah. so Gross could be an option. Yeah, uh, right. And then they've got Sheffield United in 25. So, Excuse me. So yeah, he's an option there. And then he's got Everton at home. 
Um, I mean, Brighton's fixtures, they continue right up until 28, really, when they've got Nottingham Forest at home. And then it's the, it, mm. it's the sort of double fixture of death, the 29 and 30, City and Liverpool. Although I think the 29 fixture won't happen. That'll be a blank. So it's even worse than playing... What's worse than playing Man City? Not having a fixture at all. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's highly likely to be blank because you'd have to have a bizarre turn of events for that, for, yeah. uh, for that not to happen. Um, um, okay, um, Doku, I, I would have said he was almost a captain candidate in the previous week, um, uh, home to Burnley. Um, but you know, he, he has, he didn't even get on the team sheet this time around at Brentford as well, but the last couple of matches, I would have thought he was good. Um, so rotation risk, really, people are going to be looking at Foden. They're going to look at Haaland, KDB. Doku's probably not on the list anymore, is he for people? No, I mean it wouldn't surprise me if he exploded in one of those double game yeah. weeks. I'd feel more, I'd feel more comfortable getting him in and double because he might start one. But I do think that Foden, who had this really interesting role last night, where he was quite central, but he was he kind of took Doku's place on that left side, at least his starting position. So for Doku now, and you've got Grealish, who was apparently fuming at not starting last night, mm. and so you've got to think he's going to be putting, you know, he's going to want to be getting back, and he's going to get some minutes over the next few games. So. Doku feels like a very risky buy at the moment, but one all the same. It wouldn't surprise me if he gets 60, 70 minutes in a match. We know what yeah. he can do. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Apologies earlier. Of course, of course, Pedro did start. Um, it's because he lasted yeah. so long and I'm not used to seeing that. Um, he yeah. substituted. But he, but he played with Ferguson, didn't he? Yeah, like, he did. That's no. why I, I thought I was, I was like in my head for some reason. I thought, was he? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he was, he was just behind Ferguson and Buonanotte as well um in the mix there from the in the attacking roles but but that sort of system gross and gilmore were together so gross got forward a bit more for the assist Ooh. potential and yeah pedro lasted right up to the 88th minute when alana replaced him so that that's quite rare for him usually he doesn't actually get that long um, just while we're on brighton quickly joe a stupid man um should should owners be worried um, yeah and no <laughs> so okay. um i mean look i mean all of our teams at the moment we're chock-a-block full of good players we're benching points left right and center at the moment i'm going to be benching transferring a stupid and out is not a priority for me yeah um so i'm gonna i'm gonna bench him anyway he'd always planned to for 24 um at tottenham um and then i've got the option of playing him in 25 but probably double game week is going to take precedence there and then for everton he's got everton in 26 should i be worried about starts um I mean, it, go, it it goes in waves with, I mean, obviously, Estupinan is a great player in not just in fantasy terms, but in real life as well. And Deserby did was critical. I think he was hauled at the halftime mark. He was critical, I think, some of his passing. Um, but he's done that before with Pedro as well. And now Pedro's playing. Um, yeah. And, you know, he does it just to get get the players better. If he if he if he answers what he does, what Deserby wants him to do in training, we'll see him back again. If he doesn't. So it depends on his temperament. Is he, you know, is he, um, you know, someone who who will listen to a manager? I suspect he is. And so I I think he will be back. I'm not too worried, Um, but I'm not playing him until 26 anyway myself. And if he is benched for that Everton game when we really need him, then yeah, it's time to go. Because within that, within that group of four fixtures after that, he blanks in 29 and then he's got Mm. Liverpool in 30. So it's just not worth keeping. Um, yeah, and um, Lamptey obviously came in and did very well. Yeah, but he's not—he's not, he's not going to play every match, no. is he? No, um, he's not. No, 
got Matoma coming back as well, who I suppose could do that left side role. But um, at least the Stupinen has shown that he can be flexible in terms of his position. He yeah. can play that left-sided centre-half role. I'm probably going to do the same as you, Joe. I think I'm going to bench him, yeah. see what happens at Tottenham, yeah. and then kind of have another look at that in 25 yeah. it does feel like this could it could be rash shelling him now if he's yeah. if he's back in the 11 for that yeah. those good games to come i'd want him yeah. and, and i also get the sense with the wing back system is because you know the two best wingers well the three best wingers are either injured or or were involved cup duty so matoma um and a dingra and also yeah. solly march is still out um, yeah. So because of the lack of wingers, he's been going for that wing back technique. And so you've having the likes of Pedro, not really as a winger or anything, just behind the, the central striker. Um, mm. So I think with all of those back, I think we'll see three up front Change. much more. I, I think it will be Welbeck yeah, or Ferguson, Adingra, Matoma. I think that will be and that, more and, that, and then you'll then you'll play traditional full backs. Yeah, and then it'll be a full. Which could help us stupid. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I might be wrong there, um, but mm. my assumption would be that the, 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 he's simply Zerbi's been adapting the system to who's available. He, th There's no problem yeah, with that, really. I think, he, I think he's spoken about that as well, hasn't yeah. he? And saying that the attack isn't functioning quite like you would want it mm. to. So you can imagine after having not been able to play for wingers so long, as soon as he can, yeah. he's surely going to go back into that pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. So so I think they will. Um, uh, almost pointed out that uh, Pedro has played 90 in five of his last eight games. In all competitions, that is, um, but only eighty, only uh, under eighty, only um, once in those. Yes, recently he has been getting that. I'm just talking historically, but also that includes the cup games. Pedro has been the go-to man yeah. in the cup games, uh, particularly. And we've Europe. got to, and we've got to start thinking about Europe again. Yeah, soonish. Mm. I think you. I don't think you are till March, are you? But no. did you? Yeah. So um, we've got a bit of time, but Pedro was always, I remember he was always favoured in those yep. Europa games, yep. wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. So, um, so um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think, I think Pedro is a really good, good option though uh, at the moment. Um, yeah. Okay, Louise at Villa, um, another assist. He ticks on really nice, isn't he? He's the analytics guy. He just, um, yeah. you know, boring, but just gets the, gets the job done. Um, well, penalties, set yeah. pieces. And if he can pull out those passes like he did at the weekend, which... I do think was superb. I saw some people kind of criticising the Sheffield United centre-back, but it was just a really good pass. And yeah, he maybe could have intercepted it, but did really well. Um, we've got a few injury problems. I mean, Powell, mm -hmm. will he, won't he every single week? It just seems to be going on. And the latest is that Concer's going to miss a few games, I think. Yeah. Now, that doesn't help us in in, in games, um, although it might it, it might mean we play on the front foot more, needing to score because we're not going to keep clean sheets, and that would obviously be good for somebody like Dougie. But yeah, um, yeah he's done really well this season. He surprised me. Um, uh, Ogbene next for Luton. It's a double game week coming up. Um, I think he's four point nine. Um, he started. He's got around ninety minutes. I think in his last three. Um, yeah. uh, there's a, there's there's a wealth of attacking talent at Luton at the moment. Um, and Ogbené in the mix, a great enabler, I think. If you, if you, I mean, you can, if you can survive twenty six, you haven't got, you're not too stocked up with twenty six blank players. Um, I think Ogbené is, uh, as the same with Neil Mopé at, at Brentford. I think a, a really good enablers because at least they're playing twice in twenty five. Yeah, I'm looking for a midfielder this week around about five point. Well, the budget is about five point three million or five something like that. So. Ogbené is obviously a forward, but mm. I am looking at Luton players like yeah. Ross Barkley and things mm. like that. But Ogbené, 
Um, I think he's a great player. He's really, really quick. Mm. He is playing wing back in this current system. Mm. So he's a forward, but he's playing as wing back, yeah. which might put off some people, but he's getting returns and looting a so front foot at the moment. They've just gone to Newcastle and scored four. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, you know, I mean, there's Adebayo as well, mm. who's leading the line for them. Yeah. So there is options at Luton. I'll probably put Adebayo a little bit ahead. Yes. Ogbeno yeah. is a good player. Yeah. So, um, so he, yeah, Ogbeno and Doughty have been the, the wing backs. But um, yeah. so Kabore usually has that role, but Kabore's been away with AFCON duties. So with Kabore back, that might influence Ogbeno's minutes, I presume. Maybe, but they've been playing so yeah. well recently. Edwards might be loath to switch it up. Um, I'm not. I'm not really sure about that one. But Ogbené does have other places in that team that he can play because right. he can play much further forward as well. Okay. Um, Alvarez led us down uh, with the assist, but not for mm. want of trying, as we've spoken about. Uh, Robertson at Liverpool didn't. He didn't start. I've got this one right, yeah. didn't he? He didn't start. Yeah. Um, uh, that's presumably fitness being out so long, so that makes him probably a no go for double game at 25 doesn't it i think so yeah gomez didn't really work at the weekend they played alexander arnold as a traditional kind of fullback he was really wide and mm -hmm. gomez inverted into the middle and um it's got to be a fitness thing though because robertson could could play that role yeah um but it's a bit like trent they're easing him back in aren't mm -hmm. they he got yeah. caught off on 57 at the weekend yeah. yes he, the team weren't playing that well but it was klopp said after the game it was fitness he would never plan to play for it for 90 minutes no. so okay. i mean i own alexander arnold it seems silly to sell now but I'm not sure if I'll buy him just this week. I might no. wait to see what happens against Burnley. No, Bradley I'm... obviously came in and did ever so well. No. Yeah, and Bradley was had a, a family bereavement. I think it was his father died. Yeah. So um, uh, that's why he wasn't playing. So if we assume that he'll be back at some point, it could be in the double game week. Yeah, Alexander-Arnold's minutes could be curtailed in, with um, the League yeah. Cup final coming at the weekend where he'll be presumably needed. Yeah. Um, uh, William, you mentioned at Fulham, same same thing as Pereira, really, about Fulham. And Eze at Crystal Palace, just a reminder now, Elise, did I read this right? Elise is now injured for a while. And, we believe so. And, yeah, two two months is the rumour going round. Uh, but, not but, confirmed by the club, okay, though. Okay, but Eze is currently okay, or...? No, he's got a hamstring right. problem. He missed the okay. game at the weekend. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's as serious as Elise. Okay. yeah. But certainly the suggestion was last week that he would miss a couple of games. So okay. let's see what Hodgson says. Okay. But may, maybe his appeal is dented a little bit without Olise anyway wow. available. So Blimey. So they're playing Ch Chelsea. Um, so that is the chance for Chelsea to finally win. Um, yeah. But at, at the same time, um, I mean, I think one of, one of those managers is probably going to be sacked, <laughs> I think. Because I can't yeah. see Crystal Palace doing much without Eze or Olise. No, it, they're desperate. I mean, that's this is what happens when you've got smaller. Mm. No disrespect, but when with with the bottom half teams, if oh, you it, lose it, it like a couple Palace, of your so, key players, so feel free to <laughs> I mean, disrespect. If you, if, <laughs> if you lose your two, you know, there, there's not many kind of players that can produce a bit of man magic at, mm. the, at Palace, and if you take mm. both of them out of the team, mm. I mean, the team just looks. Mm me championship level when you take yeah. those two players out when you look at the quality of the attacking players that they've got there um and it's desperately unlucky to lose both of them you've just got to hope that Eze can get back but yeah Hodgson's under pressure Pochettino's under real pressure as well so um yeah it'll be an interesting game you really don't want to lose that either of those sides yeah. so. it's, it's a good thought to leave 
Last week's catch up on the Crystal Palace are now basically a championship side. I think that's being kind. But, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Pep Talk has joined us in the live chat. Afternoon, first time uh, joining us live. We just joined for the main bit. Goals imminent table. This is the latest. Who is who is due a goal in game week 24? It's well, remember this guy, Harland. Um, okay, yeah, he, he is top over the last four matches he has played. Um, he, uh, obviously, uh, well, three starts because he was subbed in one of those, but he's had 12 shots inside the box. All of his shots have been inside the box. Three have just been on target. So he didn't he did miss a sitter last night, actually. Uh, he's had four big chances, missed them. Missed all four of them. Um, yeah, I um, am really proud to say he's still at my team since December. <laughs> and, and finally, I can play him and captain him. So, yeah, that's it. Harland, you're, you're going to get him in by hook or by crook, I presume. Yeah, I was just looking at the games and because obviously it's a while ago. This does mm. the this this table covers matches before the injury, yeah, yeah. and I'm just looking. I was thinking, I didn't he, he didn't score against Villa, did he? And he didn't score against Spurs when he got the two assists. Yeah. So that's why he's on this list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna get. I think yeah. I'm gonna have to get him. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, it it's not fun watching. I mean, watching matches without Haaland. No. and um, so yeah, whether or not he comes into my team for Solanke or Alvarez, I'm not quite sure yet. But it'll be. It'll be one of them, yeah. and um, he his is is you know you spoke about his effective ownership earlier was around about hundred percent. It's going to be it's going to be closer to two hundred, I think, by the time we get to the deadline. Oh the yeah, weekend. yeah, definitely. I mean, from just from an ownership point of view, if you don't captain him, you've effectively got Holland playing against you. Um, yeah, that's the way it is. Um, and he's at home to Everton. Uh, speaking of they which, have got a, that's, that just a quick sorry, yeah. very quick, and they have got a Champions League clash coming up against yes. Copenhagen. Yes, but. I don't know how much you can read into that guy. I think you've just got to get Haaland and he'll probably, I'm sure they want to build his fitness back up now. So. Yeah, definitely. I think so too. And it's a very different injury to the one that say Kevin De Bruyne had Yeah, indeed, yeah. with Haaland. It's more of a case of he's, if he's pain free and, and, and the, uh, the fracture is, is healed, then, then he's just going Which to Which obviously has, because he played 86 yeah, he's, last he's night. Hasn't start, it? So. Yeah. Um, Calvert-Loon's next, speaking of Everton, um, uh, two big chances, missed them both. Um, 12 shots, all 11 inside the box. I mean, these are pretty good stats, actually. He's underperformed by around two goals. And this is sorted by XG Delta, which is basically underperformance. So he sh he has got no goals over this period, but he should have got probably two over the last four matches. Um, but once again, people aren't going to go to Everton. Um, we've got Man City next, obviously. Then, then Crystal Palace, then Brighton and West Ham. So it's not, it's not actually a bad run, but I mean... People just aren't going to be interested in Cavill. I'm not going to be able to sell Cavill to anyone, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> nah, he's on a goal drought. Yeah. He hasn't been clinical enough all season. Mm. I think no forwards underperform more yeah. than him. He got the assist at the weekend. We thought the goal drought was over, and then it mm. got a judge to be yeah. his assist. So he did get a return, but mm. there's probably 10 of the forwards ahead of him at the moment in FPL, I'd say. Yeah, uh, Wilson, we've spoken about. It's all to do with minutes there. We know what he can do if he can get the minutes, but Isaac could be back. Um, he's had nine shots, all of those inside the box, just two on target. Uh, no goals over the last four matches he's played, but he should have got at least one. Um, Pascal Gross is next. We've spoken about him. He's had two big chances, missed them both. Um, should have got a goal over this period, over the last four matches. Um, he's nailed on to start. Um, ten shots, six inside the box. So he, He's famous for his assist potential, but it's actually his goal threat which he can get that. And he's, and he's got um, Tottenham up next. So it would not surprise me to see him on the score sheet 
Um, right. Not not just an assist. It would not surprise me to see Pascal go scoring in this match, uh, especially the way Spurs are with set pieces. Yeah. Um, they seem to uh, in the last game. They seem there was a lot of talk about uh, the defenders targeting the goalkeeper. <laughs> And it yeah. sat, when I was listening to the commentary on the radio, it sounded like they were basically bullying and attacking him. So I didn't actually see that. But um, yeah. if that's the case, then uh, Pascal Gross will be uh, a, a certainly assist potential, very strong in yeah. this game. Yeah, got goal we, potential too. Yeah, we I did an RMT on the site on Friday, and a lot of people, because of the strength in their squads, were either selling Gross or benching mm. him. But I think, you know, okay, he blanked a couple of times after a lot of people moved for him when they were looking for salary replacements and things. But he's a good player playing in a good team. And I think I'd play him. I wouldn't sell him this week. I'd play him at Spurs, I think. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he gets a few points from that. Um, definitely uh, Bowen's next now I've, I've highlighted Bowen not because I think people should get him in um, they've got he's got Arsenal up next um, and then Nottingham Forest which is better then Brentford Everton Burnley so he's got some good games um, I flag him up because he's on this table and so I've highlighted him because he's had nine shots eight of those inside the box just one on target though should have got at least a goal over this period um, I've I, I've seen Bowen in quite a few squads and I've seen all those wanting to get rid of him. I think I was talking to FPL General yesterday and um, uh, I think he is considering Bowen out um, because there's other yeah. players like, you know, Jota, for example, or if you want to free up some funds. So Bowen is the sort of make weight. But once again, I think he could be come back and haunt those who ditch him this week. Um, so, yeah, I think he is literally on this table. Goals imminent. Yeah, I think he's missed Paqueta, hasn't he? He's been yeah. out for a few weeks now. I think he's had four blanks in a row, which has coincided with Paqueta being out. Of course, mm. Caduce, another key player, was away for a few games at AFCON. He's back now. Mm. Once they get Paqueta back and they can get Ward-Prowse into that number 10 role, which I think they will, um, yeah, I think that I think that Bowen will become a much better option. But he needs yeah. that creativity and he hasn't been getting that. West yeah. Ham have really been struggling. Moyes spoke about it at the weekend. He said the left side, since Paqueta has been out, they just haven't been able to get it right. Yeah. That affects Bowen's supply line. But um, he's missed a couple of good chances in that time. And it, it wouldn't surprise me that once they can get that first choice 11 back out, they'll, they'll improve and he'll he'll become a factor again. Um, next two names on this, Casemiro and Fernandes, Manchester United. Uh, big price difference, obviously different roles in the team. Um, Fernandes had 10 shots, um, just three inside the box and two on target. Casemiro, nine shots, six inside the box. Um, they have been ticking along with returns. Manchester United are improving. Yeah. They're young, as uh, those like me, the bench guy actually will know. Um, they've got a young, very good attack that's, that's gelling now. Um, and they've got very seasoned old pros behind them in like Casemiro and Fernandes. So it just, it just stands to logic. If they're going to score a lot, someone's got to assist them. Um, and it's looking like these two could could be there. So they're on the goals imminent table. But um, Manchester United, um, I don't know how I feel about them. They've got such a mixed bag of fixtures. They've got Villa next. Then they've got Luton in 25. But then Fulham in 26 at home. That's quite, that's a good fixture. Um, but then Man City and then Everton and Sheffield United at home and then Brentford away. So they've got a real mixed bag of fixtures and we'll probably be looking elsewhere. But... Um, the time you mind, I think FPL Chai, who is who we've uh, featured on videos before, he is like eleventh or so. Well, he was. I mean, he, he hovers around sort of top three and top twenty 
um, but he's, he's right up there. And I think I think he got Fernandez in. I think he did. I'm, apologies, FPL Chai, if you're watching and it wasn't you, but I'm pretty certain him, uh, at least uh, a manager. The captain then did. Yeah. Captain then did he? Yeah. I, um. I, I think I think it I think it was him that got him in. Um, and it's a bold move, but it's a very sort of analytics type role move because, you know, he's just involved in assists. So he's going to get, get bites. So, but anyway, Manchester United, they're, they're looking better now, aren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And um, the good thing is for players like Fernandez, who always puts up the creative, if you've got players who are actually going to finish those chances now, which they yeah. are, Hoyland looks much better. He's confident. Yeah. Rashford coming back in. You've got Garnacho. It actually looks like a pretty good, decent attack they can put out now with Fernandez in behind. Yeah. So, but again, are you going to go for them? Well, they've got tough, two tough away games at Villa and Luton. I would say Luton away is probably mm. could be a tricky fixture for them. Um, I'd be, ha- I'd probably be more happy to own Garnacho for this run, I think, and um, yeah. given, given the price difference, mm. rather yeah. than somebody like Fernandez. But yeah, they are they are looking much better now. Mm. Um, uh next. We've mentioned him. Uh, just worth mentioning his stats here. Uh, still goals imminent, uh, nine shots, every single one of those inside the box, six on target. He's a really good stats there. He's only 4.9. He's got a double in game at 25. Um, so, yeah, um, if you, uh, for some reason, don't want to go for the wonderful Alfie Doughty, Ogbeni could be a really good shout uh, for a cut price option there in Liverton, uh, Luton. Um, assist imminent, who is due an assist? Um, so some of these names we've already mentioned, so we can so we get over them. Og- Odegaard's top. We mentioned him. You were saying these look better. These stats prove that he's looked better um, in the Arsenal attack. 13 chances created, a couple of successful crosses. Um, he's got no assists, but should have got getting on for nearly, well, at least one, maybe two assists over the last four matches. Um, Ogbene is next. We've mentioned him, but he's created eight chances, four successful crosses. So he's on the goals imminent table, assists imminent table. We've got a double game week next. Coming, well, 25. So... Um, Get your Ogbené here. <laughs> he looks great. <laughs> um, next name, Salah. Right. Now, we have to discuss him because last thing we saw, he's, the, he's actually on the grass and moving. Um, he's created 11 chances. It, he is what he, what he is. He's a goal and assist guy. He's on penalties for Liverpool. We all know that. He's had, some, he's had a price drop or two. If, what, if, if at the press conference ahead of Game Week 24... Klopp says Salah's looking better. I hope to give him some minutes in 24. And then he does indeed get some minutes in 24. What would you do then for head of 25? I probably wouldn't get him in only because I think I'll captain Harlan regardless. Mm. So, um, it would involve now quite a bit of structural and quite a few hits in my team yeah. to move things around I think and and given the timing of that League Cup final which is only mm. a few days after the second fixture I think I'd probably say I'm going to leave Salah mm. and I'm going to focus on Alexander-Arnold, Jota okay. yeah. and not go for them I say that now look if he came off the bench at the weekend and looked incredible mm. given my rank which I've dropped a bit after last yeah. week I might you know could I go for a differential? But I don't, I don't know that. Liverpool, that second fixture worries me a bit. I know they've got to get the job done and with the yeah. Premier League title race, they need a win. But it's just the League Cup fixture coming so close to that. Yeah. Salah's fitness, we don't know where it's at. 
what would you do? Would you have you kind of penciled? Um, well, have I mean, you got I've a got, move in mind, or yeah, I mean, I've got. We'll talk about our team reveal video in a bit more detail. But in essence, if if I'm faced with that situation where it where Klopp says, "Yeah, I'm hoping to get in minutes in 24," and then he does, um, that will that that will inform my decision ahead of 24. See what I mean? Even before you know, he plays, if if Klopp seems okay that he's going to get some minutes, 24. I'm I can get him in, but it would involve ditching Saka. Well, ah, okay. So then you would have De Bruyne, Haaland, Haaland and Salah. Salah. Yeah. But you haven't got Trent. You haven't got Trent, no, Trent. at the back. Yeah. So that's so, the. So, yeah. so I'm faced with the. I mean, irrespective of whether he's back or not, I can either get. I mean, do I? Is how much of Liverpool do I go in on? Um, I could yeah. get, I guess, Alexander Arnold and Jota, maybe Darwin Nunes. Where, but, where are you at with the rest of your blank? What, what have you got? You've got Alfie Doughty, haven't I've only you? Got, I've got, I've got, only got Doughty, Palmer. Palmer and Porro. And Porro, I'll probably look to move on, mm-hmm. I think. Um, okay. So I've got three already. So I can't get too much investment. I could have go for right. Alisson. And that was, it's been mooted. Yeah. And it's a really good way of getting a double mm-hmm. game week player in 25, who is then... Um, you're fine for 26 because whoever your, your sub goalie is can come in. You should play twice as well in the double, which we can't say that for everybody else. No. And I think he so, will. So I'm very tempted to just do that. Um, but as really a team, I, I was playing around today and I realized I've got exact money to do Garnacho to Jota just like that. I've got, and it'd be 0.0 in the oh, bank. Okay. I could just do that. That's, a, that's after the price change, is it? Yeah. yeah that's after his price that, change. Yeah. Okay. I, d- I didn't even contemplate that I would do that, but it would involve, see the caveat with that, I've, we're giving a bit of a spoiler for the team reveal video, but the caveat with that would mean I have to bank bench someone who's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so is yeah. it worth it? And if I don't do that, mm-hmm. just go with that Alison. So the, the really long way, the really short answer I should have given, um, if I think Salah's going to get some minutes back, I'm going to get him for 25 somehow. Okay. <laughs> and that's probably going to involve Saka out. And it is going to involve some sacrifice, but I will do that because it's Mo Salah in a double game week. I'm as yeah. FPL general would say, I'm not going to overthink this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, well, let's see. I mean, the yeah, the only picture we've seen is him yeah. on grass. We don't know what if he was running fast on that grass or yeah. what he was doing. It looked like he was a slow jog, so yeah. he might still be. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say before the game at Arsenal. And probably still now, I don't need. They think they need to really rush him back. I think they're yeah. going to have enough to beat Burnley at the weekend yeah. with Darwin Jota and Gakpo and yeah. Diaz, and so there probably isn't the need to rush him back really, really quickly unless he's totally ready. But yeah, let's see what Klopp says again at the weekend, yeah. and then take it from there. Definitely, um, Cook at Bournemouth. Not going to dwell on him, but it's worth mentioning that he's had eighteen corners and seven successful crosses. Something to bear in mind when Bournemouth have a double game week, perhaps. Uh, for Cook, Ward-Prowse at West Ham, probably same reasons with Bowen, really mixed fixtures. Um, but worth pointing out, he's had 12 chances, created 12 corners, 11 successful crosses. These are really good stats. Should have gotten at yeah. least an assist over this period. Uh, I've seen Ward-Prowse in a few teams and he's been tricking, ticking along with points. So he's been a good yeah. differential. And Ben Rama leaving as well means that he could hold on to penalties now. Mm. So... Um, if he, and if he's playing that number 10 role when Paqueta gets back, which I think he yeah. will, if, if Phillips can settle and start yeah. performing, he should yeah. take that deeper role with Alvarez. And then, Definitely. yeah, it could, could become a factor. Um, Kangi has pointed out in the live chat, 
quite rightly that Saka's got Burnley in 25. Yeah. So yeah. could haul there. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Um, so, and uh, Sheffield, Sheffield United a couple of weeks yeah. after that. So, and he could have a fixture in 29 as yeah. well. He, so. I mean, he is literally my only route to get Salah in. So I have to weigh that up for other people yeah. who don't have De Bruyne. Um, then yeah, it, it, you're faced with that choice really. De Bruyne or Salah basically is going to be the main choice for people. Um, Alexander Arnold is next. Um, yeah, I could get him in straight away for Porro. From it, from my team, other people have already got him in their team. Other people considering it. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> I say I'm not that bothered when he gets a twenty-eight point week, in game week twenty-four. But um, for eight point five million, eight chances created, seven corners, eight six crosses. Yeah, great stats. But I don't know about the minutes in the double game week, and that's why I'd be getting yeah. him in. So yeah, that's that's the one thing I've got no concerns that Trent when he's on the pitch will will yeah. do well. But it's just that how much are you going to get for him? Mm. I don't think there's a guarantee he starts against Burnley at the weekend. And then yeah. you've got the double game week. And I can imagine he'll start one and probably be benched in yeah. one. And that's a lot of money to be spending on somebody that yeah. isn't nailed. So I kind of completely get that. Yeah. Um, uh, Louise is next. We've mentioned him. Still still here. Still trucking along with his goals and assists. Um, he'll he'll pop off the table soon because he is really good at getting goals and assists. He's got a goal. He's got an assist. All it takes is one more goal involvement, and he's off these tables. Um, there, um, eleven corners he's taken. Um, just a reminder, everyone, do put some questions in the live chat. Uh, we will answer those in a sec. Um, uh, good to see. There's some questions so far, so I'll, I'll keep those in mind and I'll go through those uh, when we can. Uh, Eze's next. We've mentioned him. Um, currently injured. Could be back soon. Not sure when, uh, but he's just a reminder. He's taken eleven, created eleven chances, uh, taking fourteen corners and four successful crosses. And Kulusevski's next name on the list. Seven. Um, problem with Kulusevski is that Richarlison's the main draw. If you're going for an attacker at Tottenham, uh, and then they blank in twenty six. So I, I can't see anyone who's who's engaged with the game going for Kulusevski. But uh, and especially he, he's sort of at the bottom of his table. He's sort of sort of not really that impressive. Seven chances created is good. But yeah, he's just going to it's Richarlison or Buster. Or if you like me without Richarlison, have you got Richarlison in your team, by the way? Can't. No, no. no, no. So, I mean, it's too, I feel it's too late because of because of the blank and other double game week players. Um, and it's annoying because he's one of the highest scorers over the last four or five weeks. But that's just the way it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's hard to bring a Tottenham player in now. And Kulisevsky is below Madison and Richardson, isn't he, in the pecking yeah. order? He was a sub at the weekend yeah. as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard to go for Spurs players now. I think most people are probably thinking mm. maybe take one out if you've got a couple and then look after yeah. 27 when the fixtures improve to maybe get in another one in. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's uh, answer some questions from the community. Um, I'll, I'll go right to the top. Ooh, I can see a question mark. Da, da, da. Ah, someone says, great question, FPL Bateman. So I'm going to go forward up a bit so I can see what this great question was. Uh, okay, what are our thoughts on Bradley if he's available again for game week 24 on the double? Could be gold at 4.1 million. Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm very tempted. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. I do want a Liverpool defender. I'm probably going to go the Allison route. I can get Alexander-Arnold, but I probably won't go there. So Bradley would be my next port of call. Um, I don't think, I think he'll get one start in the double. 
Yeah. And I think that's quite realistic. So it's whether I want that. But for 4.1 million. Um, but then he does blank in 26. Um, so it's possible I won't go there. But yeah, great value. I don't think his performance the other day um, uh, was a one-off. I think, you know, he's going to be a good asset. Uh, as Alexander Arnold was when he was unknown and was good asset, and when he was mentioned by Mark on a famous Scoutcast uh, episode, and I'd never even heard of him <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Only Mark had heard of him, and he just come on as a yeah, self for Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I mean, he made a massive impact, didn't he? And he came on and he looked excellent. Yeah, it's still very early days for him. Um, he's not going to perform like that in every game, but at that price. And you would probably think in the double, he's more likely to start the second game, which is the better game, which is the home game against Luton. It's just whether or not you can, if you wanted to get him in, you're probably only going to get one start. Yeah. And then you've also, you've got to weigh in the bench in game week 26. Yeah. Can you, can you put him on there without it hurting the rest of your team and to ensure you can still get 11 players out? So there's quite a lot to take in. And to be honest, the fixtures aren't great. I don't think you necessarily, if Liverpool blank in 26, then they come back and they've got City a couple of game weeks after mm. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not totally sure no. it's it's worth, worth I, I would probably favour getting an attacker in over, yeah. over Bradley, I think. Yeah, I mean, my 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 two, I mean, as, as someone who doesn't have any Liverpool and a bit of money in the bank, but, you know, not loads, um, I'm really looking at Alisson, or Jota, but hopefully both. And I might just, if I can go into the double game with both of them, I'd be quite happy if I can do that. Um, but yeah, I might go, I might go for Bradley if it needs be, if if need be, mm -hmm. but uh, I prefer the others who are a bit more nailed on. Um, da, 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 uh, just going down the list again, uh, people noting of Bene's on the list a lot. Um, Kaya, would you own KDB or Salah if fit for game week 25? Well, I've already said don't overthink it. Salah, double game week, get him in. However, I already have KDB. <laughs> so that's quite tough for me. Um, I, I, my instinct is if Salah plays in 24 and looks okay for 25, two starts, I think I marginally prefer him over KDB. But I think KDB is good for a longer period yeah. and he doesn't blank 26 and you've got to factor that in. So that is a tough call. Yeah, it's very team dependent. It's because this, having a City players, mm. I think is a priority because they play in 20, yeah. they double, they play in 26. Yeah. Um, De Bruyne looked really, I think he's looking really good. He's get, he played 90 last night. So his fitness is a long way ahead of what Salah, where you want him to be. And for that reason, I, I think... I just don't see, I don't really, I don't think Salah will become a, a factor for 25, if I'm being honest. I might be completely wrong on that, but um, unless he gets kind of 15, 20 off the bench at the weekend, and I don't really see that happening, then then I don't think he will be the factor that we would want him to be, I suppose. So I think that De Bruyne now, three home games in a row now, Everton, Chelsea, Brentford, yeah. plays in 26 at Bournemouth. I'd probably put him a bit ahead, I think. Okay. Uh, Simon asks, uh, what are our thoughts on targeting double game week assets who aren't long-term holds um, versus just focus, focusing on the basics of form and long-term fixtures? 
Um, so a, an extreme example of that is something that he was quoting that As and Sam gave in their video last week, which was uh, they mentioned Rodri. So, for example, Rodri probably, yes, would be a great double game week option because he'll play both. He's got goals in him. He's got assists in him um, and he, he's got he could get bonus as well. So but he's possibly not as good as some of those other Manchester City players. Well, I would say definitely not. Um, however, um, it, it, you could go for long-term assets. So we mentioned Neto earlier and Kuna and this Hwang, come, uh, Hwang coming back. Um, long-term, yeah. So I suppose the essence is, is going for sort of a lesser Man City or Liverpool player that, you know, is not, not like KDB or Foden or someone, just a sort of a lesser one at the expense of perhaps a be- far better long-term pick like Neto, who's only got one fixture in 25. Yeah, that's, that's a tough tough one to answer, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not so keen on Rodri as a pick. I mean, no. <laughs> the, appe- the appeal with Rodri yeah. is that he's nailed, but we're getting other nailed players at City at the moment yeah. anyway. Players yeah. like Foden are, are yeah. playing week in, week yeah. out, and Alvarez has, has still managed to keep his place in the yeah. team. I think he will probably be a due arrest soon, but... So yeah, I don't, I don't. I think Rodri's a bit of a waste. And if you gave me a choice between Rodri and Neto, albeit with City having mm. one extra fixture, yeah. I'd probably still go Neto. Yeah, I would as well. So I mean, the essence of, Rodri could be anyone, I guess. You know, any of those sort of yeah. secondary players from teams as FPO assets. Um, Kaya asked thoughts on Lamptey needs to free up money. Um, I'd go for Van Heck myself if I was if I had yeah. a blank slate because he's definitely going to play. Um, uh, Lamptey will get rotated. A stupid hand could be rotated as well, but I think those sort of wider roles will be rotated more. Lamptey definitely will. He just won't be able to start every match. Um, yeah, it's very hard to play. I think you had him earlier in the season yeah. and he's a diff- it's difficult because you never know if he's going to play or not. And if no. it, then he can come on as a sub. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not I'm not too keen on that. I, I got him in when he was fit. Within mm. 60 minutes, he wasn't. And then two months went past, past and then I got yeah. rid of him. And that's what you're probably going to be faced with with Lamptey's just, just track record of fitness. Could get lucky, but I, w- I would probably, if you're going to go for Brighton defender, go for Van Heck. I would just oh, okay. throw, uh, I, I would go for a, a Luton or Liverpool play, even though they blank in 26. If you go for one of those cheap ones, Bradley, for example, could get you more points, I think. Um, uh, Mas- Masulani says, start Palmer or Bernardo Silva this weekend. Roll same same thing as this weekend. You got to bench a good player. I mean, my instinct would be to bench the guy who's not on penalties, so Silver. But yeah. um, he could easily get a double digit haul at home to Everton. Um, that's yeah, the tough yeah. One. I mean, it's the early kickoff. We might get a leak yeah. pre kickoff, uh, pre deadline. Sorry, so yeah. we might know if Bernardo's going to play or not. Because obviously, Europe becomes a bit of a factor now. But I think, given the state of Palace. Knowing what Palmer can do, I'd be tempted to play him ahead of, ahead of Bernardo. Yeah, yeah, I would. It's just he's on penalties. He's the talisman as well. If Chelsea are going to get any returns, yeah. it'll be from him. Um, uh, Ashawara, do you think Poro points will be reduced with Madison back? Um, and then would you do Poro to Alfie Doughty or roll this week? Um, yeah, I would definitely. I would consider doing. If I didn't have Alfie Doughty, I would consider getting him in now. It's now or never, really. Um, yeah. Because he's got Sheffield United at home and then the, and then a double and he does blank in 26, but he's got Manchester United at home within that um, double. Manchester United uh, 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 one of those teams that are quite poor with set pieces. Alfie Doughty is on all the set pieces. <laughs> so um, I think um, 
yeah i i would i would definitely consider that but i don't think his his reached a point of being markedly reduced with madison back i, I, I don't know you've probably been monitoring the corners and things but probably still been taking quite a few corners i think yeah, he has. Yeah, he's been taking them all. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> um, he certainly in the last match, I think he took. He was on all of them. Yeah. So, but but he he hasn't been quite as influential, mm. I don't think, in the past couple of games. But I, I mean, Madison's going to see more of the ball now. Porro took on that creator mm. role a little bit because there was a lack of creativity yeah. in midfield. That isn't the case now. So his influence might diminish a little mm. bit in open play. Yeah. But I still think he's. A, Still think he's a good option. The problem is though with Porro is he has to get attacking returns because Spurs don't just aren't keeping clean sheets, no. and there's a lot of pressure on somebody to be delivering. He's not going to get an no. attacking return every single week, so you're going to have to be prepared for ever. You know he will go on runs of two or three games yeah. without getting anything. So you've just got to weigh it up now with that blank. I'd be more than happy to play him against Brighton and against Wolves, but if yeah. it means that you're getting your team in place yeah. for 26, then. Maybe you do sell him. Yeah, I mean, depending on when you got him in, he's he's quite a bit of cash. You can free up, you know, a million, a million and a half. He's a lot so. of money now, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. close to six, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm looking at you know sort of downgrading him a bit, um, or perhaps you know using other players to upgrade him to um, another player. I'm looking at is is Van Dyke at Liverpool. Um, yeah, I think I think like goal scoring centre backs are quite good in double game weeks and uh, they can end up they being be. i mean I've, yeah. I've still got i've got stoke tinted glasses <laughs> i still think back to the <laughs> and shawcross days shawcross yeah um, yeah definitely yeah. um well we've seen john stones in the past yeah. haven't we have these huge <laughs> mega mega kind yeah. of double game oh, week calls uh, and um, I've, just, I've, I've, I've just answered a question by um i didn't even realize it was i'm so amazed by the coincidence i didn't even see this question from ivan what are your thoughts on getting van dyke in and yeah, I think he's good. I've just yeah. literally answered it without even seeing the question. Yeah. So, um, yeah, six point six point three million. I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah, I can see the appeal in that. So. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm very keen um, there. So I, I I'm probably going to go for realistically with my team because I've got KDB and Harland. Um, uh, one of Allison or Van Dyke will be coming in. I think realistically, yeah. I think they're the ones that got most chance of starting both matches as well. Um, uh, da, da, da. Um, people questions about sort of the Salah KDB one. I mean, that's you know they're both good assets, but yeah, that just yeah, it's impossible to answer. Only 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 yourself can answer those questions because KDB and Salah are both great assets. Uh, Lennox says, would you consider Neil Mopay allows money for KDB? Yes, I was talking about him on General's Orders video podcast yesterday. Um, and and also lamenting how I quite miss him as a Brighton fan because he's good. He's got he's good fun. It's good value. Um, yeah, he scored against Man City, so he can score against anyone. He's certainly looked better. I I have not ruled out getting Neil Mopay in if I need to get an enabler because he plays. He's got a double and he plays in twenty six. So yeah, and he seems to be in Thomas Frank's good books at the moment, playing yeah. upside, playing off up alongside a target man like Tony. Yeah. I think he's good for that other attacker. Yeah. Okay, lots of through balls, but he's a red card waiting to happen. So do not be surprised if he's sent off soon. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to just sort of rush through the next lot of questions because we we've been going for an hour ten minutes. I thought this was going to be under an hour, but um, so we'll try and get as many of these done as um, possible. Um, uh, FPL studs, 
Harland and Neto or Richarlison and Jota? Which ones would you go for? Which which pairing? Well, it's a bit odd because there's a forward in there, but Harland one, yeah, with Neto, yeah. Yeah, Harland and Neto. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Whichever one's got Harland in, <laughs> go for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, team dependent, what are your thoughts? Pep talk, uh, a, double, a bench boost in double game week 25. Um yeah, I mean, I would not, I would not rule that out. I think if you're not going to use a triple right. captain, I think, yeah, I think there's some good fixtures yeah. there. It depends on if how you... well stocked up on you are for doubles. Yeah, and it depends on the pictures, uh, the, the players as well. Yeah, you know, that's the key in this. If you're going in, mm. if you've got a double game week player on there, for instance, brilliant. But if you've just got players with decent fixtures, good yeah. players, sometimes playing the bench boost now before you go into your wild card and things, it can be good because it enables you to build a stronger mm. 11. Yeah. Don't have to spread those funds as much. Mm. So if you can play a good bench boost in 25, yeah, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's something you need to work to plan for with a bench boost. So you need to sort of wild card into a bench boost or at least plan. So I think now, I think benches won't be as good as, all the, as you think they could be <laughs> if you're signed to plan for it now so we're coming up to game week 24 so you've got game week 24 and then you're into game week 25 so if your bench if you've got a couple of duds on there you don't really want to be spending your transfers just correcting some duds on the bench you want to you want to be focusing on those double game week players in the in the 11 yeah really. so that's my only uh, reason i'm not interested in that uh if you had to pick one of yeah, those uh, oh, sorry yeah no, I suppose if you, yeah, I suppose if you could go in and you've got players like Garnacho on your bench, mm. who plays Luton in twenty five, and you've maybe got mm. just trying to have a look if you've don't know if you had like um, a Botman mm. or or a Van Heck or or like a cheap player, like they would be fine to bench boost mm. in twenty five. Yeah. So it's very team dependent. Yeah, uh, definitely. I've got no problem with bench boosting, but it depends on the players. Yeah, it does. It does definitely. I mean, I, I, I you know what? I, I haven't ruled it out. I'll have a look to see how I'm. If I'm looking at a bench and it's got Garnacho, a Brentford player, and I don't know, um, mm. Saka. <laughs> you know, if, if I'm looking at a bench of those, those sort, that sort of caliber, then I'm yeah. thinking, okay, well, yeah, maybe, maybe I might um, do that. Mm. So. Um, if you had to sell one of Douglas Louise or Gross for a Liverpool asset, which one would you get rid of? That's tough because they're both. <sighs> um, I wouldn't even know. I think they're both good players. So it's that's tough. You just got to flip a coin. Yeah. And that's, that's not what many oh. content creators would say. I would probably sell Douglas Louise, I think, before Gross. But it's really close because they've both got the set pieces. Yeah. Douglas Louise has the penalties as well, which puts them a bit ahead. Yeah, and it's always. Um, I was just looking at the fixtures as well. Aston Villa got Manchester United, Fulham, then Nottingham Forest, Luton, Tottenham, West Ham, Wolves. In fact, from now until game week thirty, they're second behind Brentford in the the season ticker at Fancy. But Fulham then Brighton well. are good too, aren't they? Brighton yeah, are good, so and then they go mm. bad. So Brighton now is still good. Yeah, I mean, mm. Sheffield, Tottenham, Sheffield United, Everton, Fulham, Forest—they're not bad fixtures, yeah. are they? No. Um, sell Gusto or Poro first for Van Heck. Um, okay, I oh, didn't expect well, that question, but um, um, if if money isn't an issue, I'd sell Gusto first because they've yeah, got Palace yeah. and City before but, the blank. But if, where Spurs have got two home games, but, but if, if you need that money, yeah, mm. if you need an, a million and a half, then that's obvious. Mm. It's got to be Porro because you're not going to get any million and a half from doing Gusto to Van Heck. Um, Ariola to Flecken. 
of F- RCFPL well, bands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think so. I mean, it's it's tough with Liverpool, Man City, but he's just got a bit of a haul against Man City already. It's a double game week, and he's definitely going to get save points. Liverpool, Man City, yeah, he is. and then and yeah. then he plays in twenty six. Um, I think a lot of the analytics people, I think Seb's already got him in. He's uh, part of that yeah. analytics crowd. He's the, he would be the 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 optimal part of an optimal team, I would imagine. Yeah, and they play in twenty nine too as well, yeah. don't they? So if you're planning to navigate that yeah. period without a free chip, which I ideally want to, yeah. um, again, that's another tick by his name. So depend. It, Spending a move on Ariola to 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 um to him now, as long as you're not kind of putting that move ahead of other moves, with, like the city triple up is the priority, I think okay. now. Yeah. Um and the and double game week players from Liverpool as yeah. well. But if you've got that in place, then there's no problem with that. Um and uh, Tassos seven, the seventh Tassos is um has got a question. I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this one, um, but it's just saying uh, mention. Uh, our thoughts on the best time to use chips sort of now um, as, as we're thinking. Well, it, it's not a question of using chips at a particular, like, oh, you should use bench boost here or triple captain here. It's just these are the good weeks to use a chip. 25, because it's a bit, it's a double game week involving Liverpool, Man City. A chip then would be good. It would give you a bit more an advantage. For example, everyone's going to be captaining Haaland, triple captain Haaland. You're gonna get you can get a good advantage out of that. Um, twi- um, I would say it's possible you could use a chip in 26, the blank as well, if you're not stocked up for that. Game weeks 34 and 37 are big uh, double game weeks, or rather, going to be double game weeks. 37, I think, is going to be even bigger. So I would use chips there. But whether that's a wild card, whether it's a free hit, whether it's a bench boost. That's going to be totally team dependent. And you'll, you'll hear that a lot if you ask that question to people who create content. They will say it's team dependent. But overall, 25, possibly 26, but 25, 34, 37, they're, I think, the key game weeks you need to be thinking about chips. But yeah, that's my basic. Yeah, point. I think, um, yeah, 25, I think I'm kind of. Con- kind of considering triple captain yeah. then i think that could be a time to use that one mm-hmm. ideally i personally want to try and navigate 26 and 29 mm. without using yeah. any chips yeah. ideally i don't want to yeah. that would then mean i can come out of 29 and play a wild card ahead of game week 34 yeah. at some point and then you've obviously got your bench boost mm. and your free hit yeah. which should be in either 34 or 37 yeah. and that's the kind of the rough plan at the moment yeah Certainly not set in stone, but just to give you an idea of what I'm kind of planning towards. Yeah, I, I mean, Pep Talk also mentions in the live chat that Game at 29, as you just said, is a, is a blank as well. So that is possible. I have used a free hit in blanks before, and it can be really good. For I remember one particular week where Salah wasn't in many teams, wasn't in my team, got him in for the blank because Liverpool, one of the only good teams with a good fixture. And then I, he got an unbelievable return, I think. And I remember yeah. using the free hit for on him for that. And that was really good. We've only got two fixtures on at 29 at the moment. We've got Burnley against Brentford and Fulham against Spurs. Mm. But we will have one more added to that after the FA Cup. Um, yeah. Tomorrow, we think, um, yeah. either Arsenal, Chelsea yeah. or um, West Ham, West Ham Villa. And yeah. um, the, the need, some, what, I think the Villa one fixture, the team needs to win 
yeah. in the, the fifth round of the FA yeah. Cup as well. But Spurs look like good bets. Yeah. So after 26, yeah. after their blank, they look like a good team to invest in. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, looking at that, so you could go into game 29 with seven players, eight players. But if you've got Richarlison as your captain or Son, indeed, if that's, he's back, and then you've got... That's the key. If yeah. if one of Arsenal or Chelsea, I think it's Arsenal, Villa, Arsenal or Chelsea or West Ham, I think, are in the mix for... There's going to be either... They're either going to play or blank. So, for example, if, if Saka's there, so if, you, if, you've, if, you've, if you've already got those key players then you can save your free hit because you've already got those key players. But if you're lacking those key players, then that could be a good time to use a free hit. Yeah, I think I think with a bit like last season, you've got to choose your battles. You're not going to be able to attack every single no. game week um, 110%. There's got to be some weeks where you say, well, I'm just going to do enough to kind of hold rank. And 29 might be that week where, like you say, you might not have 11 players, but providing you've got the four or five big owned players, be it Richarlison or Porro from Spurs, mm. or if Tony's popular for going to Burnley, that kind of thing. Mm. That that That's probably a week where I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go up in rank a lot. I'm just no. going to hold, kind of yeah. hold it yeah. and then have that free hit for a the big double, mm. yeah. be it 34 or yeah. 37. I think 37 is going to be the big double. 34 yeah. will be a bit smaller. And there, might, there will be some blanks in 34 as well. Um, but yeah, I think I, I would like a free hit for, to available for yeah, that yeah, rather so I, than 29. I, I would as well. And, and, and going back to that point I made about getting Salah in on a on a free hit and a very blank game week is it's, it's targeting those key players really if your team has got them or you can easily get them with maybe just a hit then yeah. you're fine but if you can't then it can be really advantageous to do that to really just focus on those good teams but there's not that many good teams I don't think are going to play in 29 um there'll be some like Spurs but City probably won't, for example. Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool won't. Liverpool no. won't. Well, we say won't, probably won't. Probably, yeah. probably uh, won't. So, Man United won't, I don't think. Yeah, so, so, so some yeah. of those players that could do really well won't. And if you're left with the likes of Crystal Palace, then you're using a free hit to get Crystal Palace players in, and that doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, thanks everyone for joining us in the live chat. Uh, we'll try to answer as many questions as we can. Um, uh, good luck with the game week. Um, Good luck with your decisions. Good luck with the doubles coming up and the blank. It's, I, I myself am finding it quite hard to get my head around it. So I might just not. <laughs> I might I might just get Van Dyke in and just be done. <laughs> and um, it's quite tricky. Um, good luck with your game, Tom. And um, we'll see you again next week. Thanks, Joe.